At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Rob Longo. Hi, friends, and welcome to today's edition of the Hornets Hivecast, the official podcast of the Charlotte Hornets, presented by Senta. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates are the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care providers of the Hornets. Rob Longo with you today following Charlotte's 124-121 loss. Yes, it is sadly a Silver Linings edition of the Hornets Hivecast today. We'll break this one down and provide you with our top performers in the Silver Linings edition as the Hornets fall to 19-19 on the season. Plus, we have to talk about all-star voting and the latest social media campaign to get the guys like LaMelo Ball, Terry Rozier, and Miles Bridges to the all-star game next month in Cleveland. Helping me along with all of this on the HHC today is Wes Robinson, the coordinator of social media here for the Hornets. Wes, thank you for joining me here on the Hornets Hivecast today, and welcome back. It's been a minute since we've had you on here. Yeah, Rob, I mean, it's always good to be back. I mean, unfortunately, it's done in one of these situations where it's a silver lining and, you know, it's another loss, but we don't really consider losses here. We just consider them as lessons and we can learn something from it and move forward, but yeah, it's good to talk to you again, man. We, we have a lot of exciting things to touch on. Yeah, for sure. So let's go ahead and just get right into the recap of this one as the Hornets face the Wizards in our nation's capital on the second night of a back-to-back last night. It was another slow start for the Hornets as the Wizards jumped out to a 13-point lead after the first quarter, but Charlotte was able to keep it close due in part to five Washington turnovers in that first frame. Then, the Hornets exploded in the second quarter, outscoring the Wizards 39-18. It didn't matter who was on the floor for Charlotte, as the team shot 63% from the floor and took a 64-56 lead into the locker room behind a 17-point and 9-rebound half from Miles Bridges. Rozier, catch and shoot three for the lead. It's off the back iron. Rebound, Miles Bridges steals it from Abdia. He goes to the corner. He'll fire. He hits the three, and the Hornets have come all the way back and take a 51-49 advantage. From there, the Hornets turned on the Jets in the first portion of the third quarter, but that didn't last long. 
Washington used a 27-8 run that spanned through the final five minutes of the third quarter and the first three minutes of the fourth quarter, and suddenly Charlotte's 14-point lead evaporated. The Hornets responded with an 8-0 run to regain the lead, but Kyle Kuzma had a season-best performance down the stretch, going for a game in season-high 36 points, but Terry Rozier did his best to counter with an 18-point fourth quarter. Bradley Beal on the right side, defended by Rozier. And Rozier pokes it loose. Rozier into the front court. He'll scoop it up. He'll sky in for the lay-in, and he lays it off the glass and good for two. Terry Rozier coming in in the clutch and puts the Hornets back up. But that heroic effort by Tiro wasn't enough for the Hornets as they fell 124 to 121 in our nation's capital and are now 19 and 19 on the season. Wes, there were a lot of things that went wrong for the Hornets in this one. Of course, there were plenty of things that went right as well, considering that Charlotte led by 14 at one point. There was falling behind by 13 early, seeing that 14 point advantage disappear in the second half, and a really big disparity at the foul line. Washington went 28 of 31 at the free throw stripe last night, while the Hornets were just 7 of 13 from the free throw line so with that said what stood out to you most yeah the, I mean you touched on it right there the free throw percentage uh, was definitely something that I, that really struck my eye uh, just knowing that there was a lot of calls that went the wa uh, Washington Wizards way and as much as you know Charlotte as much as we would love to have that I was also proud of the effort that they were able to get to the 120 mark I mean Del Curry and Eric Collins always says before that playing against the Charlotte Hornets you just know that it's almost like the race to 120 with them that with the, the scorching offense that we've had, averaging almost 115 points per game, we're one of those teams that if you can't match Charlotte's scoring and their, and their pace and effort, if you can't meet, meet them at that 115, 120 mark, a lot of times you'd be looking on the back end uh, of losses. But it, it was definitely one that, you know, that we possibly could have just seen things go a little bit different. But, I mean, you, we came out a little flat in the first quarter, but you saw in the second that we, we got into our rhythm. Gordon Hayward's getting into his spots. Miles Bridges is filling in uh, his role as he's getting back into the lineup of things. So it was great to see all of these guys have their type of games. Uh, we kind of miss a lot of the production off the bench, though. I mean, with Kelly Oubre, he definitely provides a huge spark off the bench, especially recently uh, when we were shorthanded the most and we really needed a spark. Kelly Oubre has always been that guy for us. He was negative 17 in the plus minus category, but you normally will look for that kind of spark that possibly that we could have had uh, going into the second half. So that's definitely something that was just a little bit different for us outside of the free throw shooter. It's just the production level that we had on the bench. So a lot of our guys had to play a lot of minutes on the front end and the starting position. So this is one that, you know, that JB would definitely uh, treat as a lesson. We're in the, definitely in a comfortable space. We have a great stretch of home games. We're now looking on the outside of, of a lot of our road games. So we'll have a lot of home games, but we will be in a comfortable space. And these guys get to sleep in their own bed and get ready uh, for a lot of matches that we have coming up. So it's not time to p panic, Hornets fans. We really have a lot of games going on. There's still a lot of excitement. These guys are just getting through the trenches of coming back from protocol. We've had to change our lineup so many different times this season. So we really haven't had a consistent chance for these guys to groom and play together. But uh, there are good days coming ahead for us, for sure. Yeah, at 19 and 19, I'm not the best at math by any means, and Sam Farber will be the first to tell you that since he is the math miner here at the Hornets Radio Network. But with that said, that's only 38 games by my count, so they're not even halfway through the regular season schedule at this point. James Borrego, after the game, talked about a multitude of different things, but mostly about the start of the game and how it affected the rest of the game, really, moving down the stretch for the Hornets. Well, they got hot. I mean, I think I thought the, the game turned... 
the start of the fourth quarter. Just that group, you know, I think they went 11-0 run right out the gate. So that's, uh, to me, a big part of this loss was that group right there, not getting stops, not being back. Couldn't find the, you know, couldn't find a bucket there either. So, yeah, I mean, they they played well. They made shots. We had plenty of shots to win this game tonight, and we just didn't. You know, Miles has a wide open corner three to put us up five. Kuzma hits three tough threes. So give them credit. They made more plays, more shots than us tonight. This was a weird one all around, Wes. The Wizards were really depleted just in terms of really a roster. They have, uh, I think, about 23 guys on the roster right now just because of all of the hardship contracts that they've had to sign because of so many players being in health and safety protocols. They only ended up going eight deep last night, and somehow they were able to outscore the bench for the Hornets. They outscored Charlotte 26-20 to in bench points, due in part to Corey Kispert with 12 points and Davis Bertans having 14 as well. He's one of those guys that got a really big contract a couple of years ago because he was such a great three-point shooter and hasn't really panned out, but yesterday he was four of seven from beyond the arc and really burned the Hornets a couple of times on some threes that you just kind of shook your head and said, how did those go in? But on the other side, too, Cody Martin, Kelly Oubre, Jalen McDaniels, Ish Smith were the four coming off the bench for the Hornets, and none of them were in double figures yesterday. So, like you mentioned, the bench scoring was definitely not there for the Hornets. The starters really shouldered the load, though. Gordon Hayward had a team-high 27, Terry Rozier with 25, and Miles Bridges had 23 as well, and LaMelo Ball, of course, with 18 points with four Hornets in double figures last night. You touched on a multitude of things, just kind of like what James Brago said. For me, it was kind of the slow start. The Hornets just have not been able to get off to a great start in the first quarter. It's just so difficult trying to climb out of a hole. I understand they had a phenomenal second frame, and that was the reason why the Hornets were able to lead at halftime, obviously. But even if it's not even you know trailing by one or two or tied, that's one thing. But being down double digits night in and night out definitely has to take a toll on the Hornets. And Gordon Hayward talked last night about what needs to change for Charlotte at the beginning of the game, and he doesn't really have the answer right now either. Um, it's a good question. I wish I had an answer. I really don't. So uh, we just we just got to be better off the start. You know, even with the way we started, we we battled tonight. I think um, it was a great effort. We ran out of gas there at the end, but certainly if we started better, that would have helped. But you know, we built a we built a sizable lead there, and uh, just couldn't couldn't hold it down. But um, you know, proud of the fight. Wes, that's the thing about the NBA. We've seen the Hornets being on the positive end of it several times, and they've been burned on it on the other end a couple of times, too, is that no lead is safe in the NBA. I go back and you think about opening night against Indiana where the Hornets were down 23 at one point. You go back to the Denver game where they were down double digits and late going into the fourth quarter, late into the fourth quarter, and somehow were able to rally. No lead is safe. So I don't want to say it's not a surprise that Charlotte blew this lead in the fourth quarter, but it shouldn't come to a surprise that a team like Washington with some guys that had some really good nights like Kyle Kuzma and Bradley Beal, who combined for 81 points last night, it's not really a surprise that no lead is safe in the NBA. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and, and Gordon touched on it uh, in the interview saying that, you know, those guys just kind of ran out of gas. I mean, due to those games that we were able to come back on in Denver, Indiana, those were also slow starts, but they played their game. And in this game, which is very unusual, I mean, Charlotte got great looks uh, down the stretch. It's just that Washington just got really hot at the end. I mean, like you said earlier, I mean, they were just hitting threes that will be just like a lot of eyebrow raisers. It was just like, I can't believe Kyle actually hit a tough shot like that. And one thing you can't argue uh, with the situation that Washington was in, 90% from the free throw line with 31 uh, free throws and 42% from three. And six of 10 off the bench of uh, from Batans and Kittsburgh shooting from three. I mean, these guys were just scorching hot tonight. And they were, they, they were in familiar territory. I mean, they were very shorthanded, but the game of basketball is all about finding good looks and getting to the basket. And that's exactly what they did. And Charlotte did the same as well, but it's just that 
on the end of Washington, they just found it a little bit more and got hot at the right time. When it's all said and done, it is a 124 to 121 loss for the Hornets as Charlotte falls now to 500 on the season 19 and 19. And we'll have a date on Wednesday with the Detroit Pistons here at the Hive. And we will get into that preview on tomorrow's edition of the Hornets Hivecast. But in the meantime, we still got a lot to talk about this one after Charlotte's 124 to 121 loss at the Wizards last night. We'll have our top performers next right here on the Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Senta. I get allergy care from the doctors at Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates who know how to treat me, not just my symptoms. Now that my allergies are under control, I can ride my bike whenever I want, just like I did as a kid. Senta offers allergy testing and a wide range of treatment in North and South Carolina. Play like you once did. Schedule your appointment today at ceenta.com slash appointments. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. They just make sense. Rob Longo and Wes Robinson with you here on today's edition of the Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Senta after Charlotte's 124 to 121 loss in our nation's capital yesterday. Wes, there were plenty of top performers. I will allow you to go ahead first with your top performer as the guest of honor here on the Hornets Hivecast. Who are you taking a look at? I'm definitely going with the man that is back in the lineup. It's not the official return, but it's his second game back, Miles Bridges. It was fake. It was great to have him back in that lineup to pretty much provide a lot of energy off the uh, I'm not not off the bench, but starting with our team. He finished with 23 points, 14 rebounds, four assists. Four steals, one block. That's an amazing effort. And only one turnover. Got to add that in as well. He protected the ball really well. He played the most minutes in the lineup for last night with 42 minutes and shot 10 for 19. I mean, it was a great effort that Miles getting back to his NBA All-Star comfort zone. I mean, he definitely helps a lot on the end. That can give uh, guys like Mason Plumley a break. And knowing that we're still out of uh, P.J. Washington as we wait for his uh, return to come back, he's definitely been able to step in those roles. And that's what we really miss. Miles that we love the dunks and we acknowledge the fact that he's taking his game to the next level. But the biggest part that is great for me is his ability to defend, his ability to not give up on plays. He's an excellent rebounder. I mean, he's a little undersized, but uh, with his athleticism, he uses that to his advantage to get around, uh, to be a rim protector and to get a lot of rebounds for us. And he can have, he can bring the ball up the floor too. I mean, he had four assists with one turnover. That's that's pretty decent for a guy in certain sets to be able to bring the ball up the floor to kind of give Terry. Rosé and LaMelo Ball a chance to get a break or uh, to op- to find different looks for them to get open. So he makes us better in a way that we can be uh, – so we can give so many different looks on the offensive end, no matter if you're, you're seeing LaMelo bringing the ball up or if it's Terry. Sometimes it could be Miles. It can kind of confuse the defense a little bit to see which, which way we're going to go with these guys bringing the ball up the floor. So it's great to see Miles back in the lineup, and I'm definitely looking forward to see more as he comes back home and we get this stretch of free home games coming up soon. We will certainly talk about Miles in our next segment as well, but like you touched on, this is the second game back for Miles after missing only what ended up being two games due to health and safety protocols, but getting back into the fold in Sunday's game against the Suns back at Spectrum Center, he said that he felt pretty good. He wasn't very tired. He was he had more energy than he thought he would. And going into last night's game as well, he said he still feels good and nothing has really changed. Uh, I mean, I feel good to be back. Just wish that two games I come back that we don't lose back to back. I mean, but, you know, we, just gotta, we gotta, got a game Wednesday against Detroit. Got to win that one. 
and keep things rolling. Short sweet to the point, Miles Bridges, after last night's 124 to 121 loss. Again, he ended up with 23 points, a monster game on the glass as well, 14 rebounds, and also really good defensively, four steals and four assists as well, as he was able to do it all, going 10 and 19 from the floor shooting. For my silver lining, I'm going to go with Gordon Hayward, and it's a little bit of an interesting pick, I think, just because, again, he shot 50% from the field, 11 to 22. Finishes with 27 points, 8 rebounds, and 4 assists. But the thing that stood out to me, Wes, was he only went to the foul line 3 times. A lot of times when Gordon has these really big breakout games, he goes to the foul line a lot. And last night was not the case. Took a lot of shots. He took a lot of mid-range jumpers that were able to find the bottom of the cup. And I just thought without him in that first half, the Hornets probably wouldn't have been able to climb back and even hold a lead in this game. When he was on the floor in the second quarter, he was a plus 21 there in the second quarter. That is just absolutely remarkable, especially considering that in the first quarter, he was a minus 10 on the floor. So my silver lining has to go to Gordon Hayward. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Gordon Hayward, uh, I tweeted it last night that uh, one thing I like to tweet about Gordon Hayward is, is him finding his sweet spot, right? That He loves that mid-range game around the room. He has a great self-touch around the room. He's such a great veteran to have on the floor. Um, a guy who knows how to get to his spots and get a great shot off with, with great looks, especially with different situations where it's contested. Uh, he knows how to get to the foul line at, at the right times. And he's also a great passer. I think he's a very underrated passer. He's definitely a guy that, that knows how to have a great flow in the offense. And once he gets into a rhythm, I mean, if you don't really pay attention enough, you'll blink and look and he has 25 points and he's killing you. Not It may not necessarily be from many from, outs, from the outside shooting, but he's, he's putting himself in a position that every different time that he can uh, he can go back door, um, he can hit him off the, uh, uh, off the baseline, he can knock down threes. I mean, he has so many different moves in his bag and there's so many different positions that he can put himself in to, to get great looks. So, it's definitely great to have Gordon Hayward and have this full line of back. The only thing I wish is that these guys have more time together to experience different teams through this whole situation. And most teams are going through it as well. It's very um, different this season with health and safety protocols. But when these guys have enough time to play together, you will start to see things move a little smoother because they've been in different positions. They'll learn a lot together. And it, it will definitely be a benefit for them as we go and try to make this playoff push. Definitely a lot of bright performances in last night's loss, despite it being a 124-121 L on the road in Washington. Once again, Gordon Hayward, 27 points. That was a team high. Miles Bridges, 23 points as well. Terry Rozier, also another standout performance with 25 points and 5 of 9 from beyond the arc shooting. Speaking of a couple of those guys, more specifically Terry Rozier, Miles Bridges, and LaMelo Ball, the All-Star campaign has started for the Hornets and on Hornets social media in case you didn't get a chance to see it yesterday. Buzz City Burgers is officially live. Buzz City Burgers? We'll tell you about it next, right here on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta. Hornets fans, make sure you download the Hornets app this season for an enhanced game day experience. The Hornets app is your home for the game day digital program with all the information on your favorite team and giveaways every game day. You'll also find predictive games, mobile food ordering, and even a wallet for your NFTs. Download the Hornets app today. Kuzma 
Stripped from behind by Plumley. Hayward fires it ahead to Miles Bridges. It's showtime for the right-handed rim rocker. Timeout, Washington. Rob Longo and Wes Robinson putting a button on this edition of the Hornets Highcast, brought to you by Senta and Wes as the coordinator of social media. We got a lot to talk about today after this one, as the beginning of the All-Star campaign has started here on the Hornets social media. Buzz City Burgers, home of the Buzz Boys. It's a little bit of a play off of Good Burger, which is an all-time classic for any 90s kid like me growing up. Big Keenan and Kel guy over here, so I can definitely resonate with this and it's a really cool little initiative that the Hornets PR and Hornets creative and Hornets social media have all been able to put together to get Terry Rozier, LaMelo Ball, and Miles Bridges to the All-Star game in Cleveland here next month. You can go to buzzcityburgers.com to check it out. has all of the stats. It has a full menu of what you're able to feast your eyes on when it comes to this trio of great players in Terry Rozier, Miles Bridges, and LaMelo Ball. But Wes, being the coordinator of social media for the Hornets, First off, I'll ask you, what is the most appetizing item on the menu or what sounds the most appetizing that you would maybe get if Buzz City Burgers was a real place? And the second thing is, how did this all come about? Is there any, you know, kind of little inside baseball that you can tell us about and what went through this process? And without ruining everything, what are some things that we can see moving forward with the All-Star campaign? Yeah, I mean, oh, man, you put me on the spot, man, with uh, trying to make a decision on the burgers. First of all, I am also a huge 90s guy, Keenan and Kel guy, so I'm definitely excited to see something like this transpire. It's amazing. It's a great nostalgic idea to give, to pay homage to the guys of Keenan and Kel, the creators of Good Burger, Nickelodeon. It was just fun to, like, reminisce and, and create something like this. I mean, I don't even think LaMelo Ball was old enough to even see a lot of the shows and stuff that we grew on, grew up on, Rob. But I mean, one burger I do like uh, in this menu, I mean, I, I love the mellow style. I mean, uh, it, that's no disrespect to Terry or Miles. I mean, I love everything that these guys do, but LaMelo is more, uh, more of like a creative, tasty style burger, right? Because he's like the special sauce, right? And the only people would know that as a good, good burger references. Kel's special sauce. It was like, everybody can make the burger, right? And then Mondo Burger had the biggest burger, but it was like something special about this burger that had it a different uh, special sauce to it. I feel like LaMelo kind of adds that to his style of burger. They Everybody's going to run and come because they want to try this LaMelo burger. They want to see LaMelo ball play. So I like the, the correlation in that kind of adding him into that kind of style burger. So he'll definitely be my favorite. But with this idea that transpired, it was all about building a franchise. I mean, they they have a thing in there where they talk about the head chef, right? Uh, Mitch Kupchak bringing this thing together. When you think about franchises, you can go down the line from like different fast food restaurants like Zaxby's or Whataburger was big in Texas. And then now Chick-fil-A, right? These franchises were started at a certain point, there was something special about them. And every time they would build a new one in a new city, it was like something special about this uh, franchise. What's cooking that's different from other uh, franchises, right? What's so different about this place that's different from others? So this marketing aspect came into like, there's a new, there's a new team in Charlotte. There's been changes over the years since Mitch Kupchak has taken over uh, as GM. So with so many different lineups and so many different changes over the years, this year in particular has become a very special year that we now have three all-star candidates. And one, we probably can be argue, arguably could say that he can possibly fit into the starting lineup in the Eastern Conference. So it's something special about this team uh, that's cooking up in Charlotte. And the NBA GM survey said that Charlotte is one of the most exciting teams to watch 
on League Pass. One of the most young upcoming teams. I mean, we've been voted time and time again on numerous uh, different media outlets that Charlotte's just that team that you just have to look out for. I mean, it may be something that's just getting started, but it's something that you might want to pay attention to over the next three to five years for sure. I love the comparison of starting a franchise and the excitement that it builds all around. That's some really good stuff. That was absolutely full circle. So kudos to you, Wes, for trying to put all that together. That was some good stuff. But if I had to pick a burger, I'm a little bit on the picky side. I'm going to go with the mild style. I like a little bacon on my burger. That one's looking a little appetizing, so I'm going to go with that one. But, you know, this is just a really awesome social media campaign. If you didn't see it last night, go ahead and check it out on Horn its social media you can go to buzzcityburgers.com as well it'll put all the stats there for you it'll put the menu together and the teaser video for this was just absolutely phenomenal i remember this came out really a couple of weeks ago where it was just some burgers on the grill and everybody's like what is this i saw all kind of rumors on social media reddit it was hilarious people were thinking oh there's going to be a, a partnership with cookout or another fast food franchise it was just some really funny stuff and it really got some you know got some eyeballs on it got some people guessing about what this could be so when it was all said and done and this was able to debut earlier this week this is just really phenomenal stuff I have to say I did not expect Terry Rozier to be such a great actor I mean if you would have told me when he was at the counter doing you know Buzz City Burgers can I take your order I mean all he was missing with the low dreads like Kel would have in Grodeburger I mean he was just spot-on actor he it was just such a no pun intended but it was really cheesy it was a really cheesy performance by Terry Rozier but it was great it was perfect stuff I just want to know how many takes that took and how you were able to get these guys to buy in on it because this is just such a great concept all around. Hey, definitely. Look, Terry's a natural. I mean, I, I don't know if he, if, uh, if he wasn't playing basketball. I don't know if he has a career in show business, if he wasn't playing ball, if it's after his career, but he's definitely uh, a natural. I know you see a lot of like his competitive side when he's on the court, but they just seem like something fun. I mean, I think it brings a smile to these guys' faces because when you think of an idea like this, um, regardless if they were part of that era or not, it makes them think back or think about a time that it was very that that was very fun. And and it's uh, Goodberg is definitely a part of like a great part of American history, especially during uh, like the the TV nostalgia uh, part. And I mean, I'm this is not a plug, but if you ever want to go see the movie, it's on Netflix. So it's like when you go back and look, you're like, oh, okay, see, younger kids can go and see the idea that came up too. And it's very creative. I think you know the biggest thing with something like that. And then you're playing, you're playing on something su- su- such as a cla- uh, classic movie as a uh, Good Burger. People are gonna look and realize, well, what is that in Charlotte? Like it, it's when I brought up earlier about the franchises, that it, that impact that we saw on social media is like, yo, what is going on? What's what's the teaser video about cooking burgers? Right, people didn't really know what to expect, and then boom, we dropped Buzz City Burgers, and like everybody's rushing to see this website, BuzzCityBurgers.com, and just to see the creative part, right? Not just the, the amazing video that our team worked on, but the, also the animation, the logo, the graphics, the cartoon effect, it, it looks amazing. So it's just fun that one thing you want is just kind of of an edge to pretty much, you know, get people to come. And while you're here, make sure you vote for all three of these guys. Make sure you check it out, buzzcityburgers.com. It'll give you instructions in there as well to give you an idea of how you can vote for your favorite all-star. You can go to NBA.com and the NBA mobile app. You can vote 
once a day on there and get your full five starters for both the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference as well. And then, of course, you can vote on Twitter using the hashtag NBA All-Star, just one name per tweet. You can send out as many tweets as you like, and of course, retweets do count in the voting as well, as the fans definitely do get a say in who gets to go to Cleveland for the All-Star game. It's a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to the next couple of installments as this really ramps up the All-Star campaign for guys for Terry Rozier and LaMelo Ball and Miles Bridges. Just good stuff all around. Maybe a good burger if you wanted to throw a pun in there as well. Wes Robinson, the coordinator of social media at Hornets. Thank you so much for joining me on today's edition of the Hornets Hivecast. I really appreciate it and I expect our fans to be at the game tomorrow against Detroit and then we have a two home, um, two more home games coming after that in Milwaukee. So a three home games stand and I'm looking for us to bounce back stronger than ever. Be sure to get your tickets at Hornets.com. Three home games in a row. I know it's a rarity, but brighter times are ahead for at least home games here at Spectrum Center and Buzz City. That will do it for today's edition of the Hornets Hivecast. Of course, we will preview tomorrow's matchup against the Detroit Pistons right here on the Hornets Hivecast. But in the meantime, for Wes Robinson, I'm Rob Longo saying thank you so much for joining us on today's edition of the Hornets Hivecast. And we'll see you tomorrow right here on the HHC. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit hornets.com.